Welcome to Senior Straight Talk with Phyllis Heyman, a collaborative podcast with Pass It On Network. This program is brought to you by all of Community Services. Seniors deserve to have a fulfilling life with dignity and respect, but as we transition into our elderhood years, this doesn't always happen. Join us today as we discuss some of the most important issues that seniors face and provide much-needed answers to your questions. Now, here is Phyllis Amon. Welcome to Senior Straight Talk, presenting informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. I'm Phyllis Amon, your host. The show, which began in September of 2019, was formerly known as Voices for Elder Care Advocacy, and the library of all of the episodes can be found on the Voice America Empowerment Channel under the name Seniors Straight Talk. They can also be downloaded on popular podcast platforms. The show is now also syndicated on the Voice America Influencers Channel, so please remember to like, click, and share the episodes. For those listeners who are in what I call SOS mode, stressed, overwhelmed, and stretched, watch out for my upcoming free caregiver distress recovery challenge, helping caregivers find a path to bringing much needed self-care into their daily routine. It features empathy, my registered trademark, which is also the basis of a self-care commitment letter and teaches strategies from my proprietary framework for self-care, self-kindness, self-compassion, and self-forgiveness. All strategies that will help you feel recharged and re-energized as you face life's challenges. Family members considering taking on the role of caregiver or those just beginning the caregiver journey can find valuable information in my course, A Caregiving Guide for Caregivers, The Basics. My latest book, Dignity and Respect, Are Our Aging Parents Getting What They Deserve? is available on Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. The book addresses critical information about how we value, care for, and treat our elder citizens in our families, in our communities, in nursing homes, and assisted living residences all across the country. And I'm so unbelievably honored that Dr. Bill Thomas wrote the foreword for the book. So I hope you'll purchase a copy and encourage your friends and colleagues to do the same. Senior Straight Talk is proud of the collaborative partnership with the Pass It On Network, a global peer learning network for positive aging advocates and a member of the United Nations Open-Ended Working Group for Aging. Senior Straight Talk and the Pass It On Network continue bringing listeners informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. I'm proud to have Olive Community Services, a nonprofit organization in Fullerton, California, as a Senior Straight Talk sponsor. Olive Community Services is dedicated to providing culturally appropriate services for the diverse seniors, senior population. And I'd also like to welcome my newest sponsor to Senior Straight Talk, Active Pure Technology, an active patent technology that is the clean air solution for COVID pollution. Active Pure Technology delivers measurable and guaranteed results giving you peace of mind to know that you're providing safe environments and the best protection for the people you care for, whether in your business or in your home. But now I'd like to introduce my guest for today, a very special guy. Ken Dr. Smiley Rashan Jr. is a true Renaissance man, a humanitarian and an accomplished serial entrepreneur, established his successes with the Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, and absolute entertainment. Among his marketing and publishing skills, he's known as a social proof celebrity event photographer, international keynote speaker, and best-selling author of 30 books. He's co-founder of the nonprofit organization, the Keep Smiling Movement, and has recently been honored as America's most influential business connector and entrepreneur of the year. So, Mr. Ken Smiley Rashan, I'm so thrilled to have you here today. I mean, we finally met in person uh, not too long ago, but we've had an association now for a couple of years and I couldn't be more proud to, um, to have that connection with you. It's really been a, a wonderful journey. Well, I have a couple of things to say to you. First of all, happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. It's January 18th and it's your birthday. And I am so excited that I'm allowed to be able to honor you on your birthday on a show 
that I think will be revolutionary because it shows you in a new light. And, you know, there's certain people that come into your life and they show you, you can be more powerful. And I hope that the biggest gift I give you today is that I think you're super powerful and you need to be shown that way in video, Zoom, audio, the whole nine. And my biggest gift is I'm going to have my publicist, Dr. Andrea Adams Miller, bring this show out in the world at a bigger level, hopefully, and show who you are, your heart, and your beautiful, beautiful light. Oh, thanks so much, Ken. I, um, I, I don't even know what to say. So for the listeners and for the observers who will now get a chance to see it, let me explain why. Because um, originally the show was just done by phone. And then I think it's about, um, maybe it's a little less than a year ago, um, when I had my co-host, we had somebody who uh, was running for political office and his campaign manager wanted a video format. So we recorded on Zoom in the video uh, format, but then converted it to an audio file for Voice America. And uh, just today, uh, you and I were talking and you said it really should be also a video version. I didn't know how to go about doing that and you showed me how to do that. So from this time forward, there will be a video version of Senior Straight Talk as well as an audio version. So what a wonderful birthday present that is. And I guess you get to tag Jack Canfield because he's the person that gave me this gift probably almost two years ago, uh, just shy of two years ago. And we had him on and I said, wow. And we're both on Voice America. So you can appreciate that we have the same opportunity, but we also have the same ability to actually go beyond and do face Facebook Live. We have the ability to share our Zoom calls, go to YouTube, et cetera. So I, uh, if it wasn't for Jack, I wouldn't even know that this is an extra feature that you can do that causes your show to have a whole different experience. Well, that in and of itself is, uh, is pretty unbelievable, right? Uh, yes. The fact that you spoke with Jack Canfield, had him on your show. And so Jack Canfield is the gift that keeps on giving, I guess you could <laughs> say, right? Yes. Yeah, so he has something like 500 million books sold of Chicken Soup for the Soul. Yes. And I, I was pinching myself that I had him on my show for an entire hour. And he's a very busy person. And he said he probably had 40 shows that, that week. <laughs> so, interestingly enough, I just met his partner, Mark Victor Hansen. Who just had his birthday. Who just had his birthday. I, how, do you know his age? I don't remember. Um, he's, he's around your age, 40, just right around 40. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. We have so much in common. I have his, uh, his wife's email address. So I might reach out to her and ask, being that we have birthdays near each other, maybe he'd be willing to, um, to do that with me. And that would be really fun. Uh, the inside information is Mark Victor Hansen is a very giving person, always happy to be on shows that are about positivity. So I think you'll get a yes from him. Oh, okay, great. So, um, and also tell him it's your birthday and that this would be a great birthday gift to you. Yes, absolutely. Milk, milk it, milk it. Yeah. <laughs> so, listen, I have another, I, I want you to uh, tell the listeners something else. You mentioned your show on Voice America. So please uh, tell the listeners about your show on Voice America. Who, and I had the pleasure of being on your show. You were very generous when I, I think it was after I published my second book. So, um, and then will lead us to the conversation of how you got to the Keep Smiling movement and where that stemmed from, which I think is going to be very interesting for the listeners. So, yeah, and we can have a link to that show that was a, about a year or two ago. I think it was over two years ago because it was at the beginning of um, the Keep Smiling movement with the Dose of Hope, if I recall. Right, right, right. So, tell us about the. So, it, it is on the influencer channel. It's uh, called Amplified, and the theme of the story is amplifying the life of leaders that cause positivity in community. Okay, love it. Absolutely love it. So now tell us about this Keep Smiling movement and where it started, how it started and, and where it's come to today because it's really phenomenal. Well, and by the way, I want to thank you for uh, extending the show to two and a half hours because that question will take at least three hours and I'll have to shorten. <laughs> so um, the, short story, uh, the short version of this is still going to be about four or five minutes. Is that okay? Yes, absolutely. It's, it's okay. your time. It's well, not my in, show, it's your time. Well, thank you. In 2005, I was a DJ and that's what my life was. That was my identity. I didn't know anything else but to actually go and do weddings and all kinds of private events and just mix music. So that was my life as I knew it. And my mom was diagnosed with dementia and I had an interesting decision to make. I had been DJing so long. I said, you know, my dad is going to be a caregiver for my mom. I don't want him to be alone in this 
So I decided I would actually do it with him. And I went over at six o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the afternoon, 11 o'clock at night, every single day, spent an hour roughly with my dad and my mom and went through this process of watching my mom basically degenerate and lose her memory. And over three years, I grew a lot closer to my dad, um, had a lot closer relationship with God and realized that my mom's biggest gift she ever gave me before she was my biggest fan was to teach me how life, how precious life is. So when you share what your books are about and what your show's about, it touches my heart on a very high level because caregiving is a gift both ways. And, and it, reading your books teaches you the patience and the ability to actually have this be, the gift enrich your life. So when I had my mom pass in October of 2008, I made a commitment to my mom and to God that I would publish my first book in 12 months. Because I'd never done it before, I did make some mistakes, about $25,000 in mistakes to be exact. <laughs> and, uh, and it came out in 13 months. It came out in early December. And I thought, wow, even though I missed that deadline, I still did it. Yeah. Something I've been wanting to do for, I don't know, 30 years, I did because I committed to it. And I thought about all the people that leave this planet and they don't download their brain, they don't download their heart. And the combination of those two is really magical. It's your wisdom and, and what you actually experienced mm -hmm. in life. So I made a commitment to my mom that my life would be a tribute to her as a thank you for her life being a tribute to me. And I went on a quest to find my purpose, my purpose-driven life. And I thought I would find it a lot quicker than I did. <laughs> it was seven years, seven years, believe it or not, Phyllis, that it took me to meet a gentleman named Barry Shore, who handed me a card and I have the card always to my, in the drawer next to me. Keep smiling. Yeah. And anyone who's seen the Blues Brothers can appreciate this analogy. It was as if, as if John Belushi went and saw James Brown singing in the pulpit and saying that there's light and the light going through the stained glass and hitting John Belushi and him doing the cartwheels. Because for seven years, I've been looking for some sign. I knew it was something with leadership. I knew it was something with amplifying. I knew it was something with publishing. I knew all these things were the clues. And that's why I kept pursuing but when the key smelling card came into my hands and into my periphery, I saw everything. I saw this is the answer of what my mom really is about. She was about positivity. And her biggest lesson she ever gave me, and she gave me many, but she said, always look for the good in people and you will find it. And that was a, as simple as that sounds. It is so unbelievable how powerful that statement is because if you look for the bad in people, you'll find that too. That too. I was just going to say, it's like, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. It's the same, it's the same, based on the same premise, I would say. Well, because of that, I have always, I've been doing this since I was 12 and I've had people that had a very shady background. Okay. You can use your imagination. Okay. And I believed in them because I looked for the good in them and I found it. I found the honest good in them and they devoted their life to being a great friend to me being a great business partner with me, being a great business associate with me. And they said to me, I've never worked this hard or been so driven to impress someone, but you were the only person, you didn't know me at all. And you found, you believed in me, you just believed in me, but really was driven by my mom's saying. So um, what happened was I started taking pictures with a camera that I had uh, bought some seven years earlier, knowing that the camera was part of the solution of what my legacy would be. And so very sure was not taking pictures of people with a key smiling card. And I thought, this is the magic. I can serve him. I can create a movement out of a card and I can cr create something that really reminds people that if you smile, you are actually loving life. And, and that feeling that you get causes life to be enjoyable. And so uh, the long story short, story short is that all these pictures started bothering me that they were going viral for a day, but then they would disappear forever. And I said, to memorialize them, I want to create a book. And I created this haphazard book. It was really a folly. And I put all these pictures in, 100 pictures, 120 pictures, black and white, slapped it together, literally, and brought it to a marketer's cruise. And people could not help but turn every single page. And I, I had done some books before, maybe, maybe 20 books, not my own, but publishing. And I said, I've never seen anybody do that before. 
I've seen people look at the front cover, back cover, a couple pages, and then close the book and say, okay, I'll get to it later. Yeah, exactly. They would spend anywhere from five to 10 minutes. And Jack Canfield is no exception. I was at a mastermind called A Bug Free Mind in Las Vegas. People were spending a very large investment to make sure they were there, not just with Jack Canfield, but with the people at that, uh, that mastermind, 100 and plus people. And I gave Jack the book he was in. And he did exactly the same thing everyone else does. He put his head down and he turned every single page. And I, and I was with him in that moment for the entire, like, I don't know, seven minutes or so. And I said, what is he doing? I said, if I'm Jack right now, what am I doing if I am him? And I came up with three things I was doing. One, who do I know in this book that this man has just given me? Right, right. Number two. Who do I not know? And should I know them? <laughs> and number three, now this was not his, but it was other people's. Am I in the book? Oh, interesting. And Am so I in the book? can I just interject something? Because Please, of course. I, I'm thinking something totally different. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so my perception of it, and, and for in all transparency, I want the listeners and viewers to know that I do have a Keep Smiling book. And I'm very proud that Frank Chankowitz, um, co-founder of the um, Make-A-Wish Foundation, is in the book. And I had a, I had a chance to interview uh, Frank Chankowitz, um, I think it's about a year or so ago. On, it'd, be, it'd be over, it'd be two years ago. Right, right. Oh, right. It'll be almost two years on the podcast. And he also wrote a beautiful testimonial for my book. So <laughs> I'm very, I'm very proud of that. And it all started with the with the uh, leadership book that I did for the Keep Smiling movement. So I'm very proud of that. You never know where things are going to take you. Yeah, but and Phyllis, you were a champion that uh, leadership book. You did such a, an amazing job. Your chapter was, and anybody and anything that we mentioned in the show, we can send you as an ebook, absolutely free. Uh, either Phyllis or I will do that. But she's in another book with Frank Shankwitz, but it's, it's more than just a photo. It is the Dose of Hope book. And I mailed this to you for your birthday, but it obviously didn't arrive because I know it didn't. I saw the tracking. So <laughs> you will receive it probably next week as a late oh birthday my goodness. gift. But Thank you so much. you're in a book with Frank Shankowitz, who, and for your audience, the person who started Make Wish Foundation, 500,000 wishes were granted as a result of his vision of one person getting a wish. And you're in a book with William Paul Young, the, the person who wrote The Shack that became a movie, and uh, Rob Angel, who created Pictionary. I mean, the, the oh, list. I I met Rob Angel um, at Secret Knock in September and just saw him again at Greg Reed's house, Prosperity Camp. That's Very awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, if I lived over there, I'd certainly visit Greg a lot more often. But being on the East Coast, it is a little bit of a, a trek to jump on a plane, go out there, give him a hug and come back. Right. So, um, But there are 200 plus authors in this. And my son is actually here. And I told him to come down to say hello and wish you a happy birthday. It's so so, I've heard it so is, many wonderful things about you. Birthday. It's great to see you. Let me get you. this going here. Can you hear it? I can. I can. I can. can, can he hear you? Yeah, he can hear you. So you want to wish happy birthday? Happy birthday. Thank you so much, Jean. Do you have a birthday the other day? He had a birthday June 14th, Flag Day. But I wanted to say, because I didn't know when he'd be able to come down, that he has uh, a bunch of books and he was going to tell maybe a joke out of his is one book. He has a book called his joke book. So I'm going to just, yeah, I want the riddle book. Oh, you want the riddle book? Is that what you want? Okay. If you want the riddle book, you get the riddle book. So this is the, by the way, remember the rule, any book I show on your show, Kenny's going to give the book as an ebook for free. To any oh, people. very cool. Very so cool. Kenny will go ahead and pick a riddle. And this is a riddle for your birthday. I don't know if you've ever gotten a birthday riddle before. No, I have not. This is an honor. Yeah, can you give me the colored edition too? I, I can later, but I can't do it now. So just pick one now. We have a colored and a black and white edition. So people that want to buy it for $9.95, not that we're asking anyone to buy anything right now, but you can get the color version for $20 and the black and white for $9.95. So he's going to find a good riddle here to read you. It's not, it's not a birthday theme riddle. It's just a riddle. I, 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 get, I get that. I get it. This is very special. Oh, and, and I'll tell you what, he is making sure it's going to be a doozy. So this is because... <laughs> okay. If he's taking this much time, he's going to find the one that's going to blow your socks off. And I hope you're wearing socks. <laughs> I am, actually. <laughs> Are you ready? Okay, lean in a little bit. Come closer. And then make be loud when you say it. Where does today come before yesterday? Where does today come before yesterday? Where does today come before yesterday? Where does today come? It seems like I should really know this. But I would be, I'd be 
I, I can't think of it. Can you tell me? Can I, before he tells you, this honestly could not be a better birthday riddle because it has to do with today, your birthday. Right. Obviously, when does today come before yesterday? And I feel like I know it, but I can't think of it, but I'm dying for you to tell me. So. A dictionary. Oh! <laughs> I never would have thought of it. Phenomenal. So, I love it. So you I can say it. happy birthday and go back upstairs. Happy and, birthday. And he's, so he, is, he is on the piano. I asked him to come down, to come down and give you a happy birthday. What's that? Okay. All right. Give me a kiss. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We are back in business. I, that was your extra birthday gift surprise. Oh, thank you so much. So I just want to, um, I just want to say we were talking about Jack Canfield looking at the book and what I, what came to my mind because smiles, which I say, which I think is the quote in the book that I have, because you ask people to have a quote about yep. smiling, which I said, it's the most, um, it costs nothing. It's the most affordable accessory, goes with any outfit that you could wear anywhere, right? 100%. And so what got me is, if I was looking at that book, I would just be drawn in by all of these smiles. And all of the different yep. people, because it's such a unifier. It doesn't matter where you're from, how much education you have, what background, culture, country, language, where you live, how much money. It has nothing to do with anything. We can all smile. And it is the most universal communicator. Because even if you don't speak another person's language, if you smile at them, in all likelihood, they will smile back at you. And there's an instant connection. You are not only preaching the truth, but I was, and there's nothing wrong with your answer, but my answer is geared a little more towards the study of what are they doing with the pages at that, at that speed and your answer and your, um, your hypothesis is accurate on more of a longevity standpoint. I'll explain what I mean by that. People see the quotes and they say, oh, I have to keep this book. I have to read these later because they make me feel good. And the other thing is they see and people see themselves in their best light. So when they're smiling, they're exuding the soul, their real soul. And so they choose this photo for their social media. They, and, and by the way, they never change it sometimes. I've had people keep this photo for 10 years or more. Oh, that's incredible. So I'll just before we go to break, I just wanna say this other um, thing talking about self-care, that smiling is actually a self-care strategy. So if you, when you're, when you wake up in the morning, whether it's before you brush your teeth, after you brush your teeth, or it's, you know, for women, or when we're putting on makeup, or for a man grooming himself, uh, we tend to look at ourselves, just smile at yourself in the mirror, really smile at yourself, and look at a person smiling back at you. And it, not just that you're smiling, but see the person smiling back at you and internalize that. And that will just create a, a a wealth of positivity inside yourself as you go forward in your day. So we're going to take a quick break on Senior Straight Talk sponsored by Active Pure Technology. And we'll be right back with Dr. Ken Smiley Rashawn. Phyllis Amon, owner of Phyllis Amon Associates, provides strategic solutions to families seeking care for their loved ones and coaches them to become more effective advocates. Her expertise comes from working in over 45 nursing homes. Phyllis, known for her passion, empathy, high quality care standards, and quality life for older adults, is an experienced educator, speaker, and trainer. She's bridged the gap from healthcare to public and private sector businesses on topics from communication, caregiving, empathy, and novel approaches to team building and leadership. As we continue on life's journey, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be, and there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Senior Straight Talk with host Phyllis Amon. Seniors deserve to have a purposeful and passionate, fulfilling life, and we'll bring you the information that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or your favorite podcast platform. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at voiceamericaempowerment.com. 
the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Olive Community Services is a 501c3 that provides culturally appropriate services to seniors, their family, and the community. Through their interactive programs, Olive engages participants physically and mentally with a focus on building strength, mobility, and mental health. To learn more, get involved, or make a donation, visit olivecs.org. Together, let's live, learn, and thrive. You are tuned in to Senior Straight Talk with Phyllis Heyman. If you'd like to leave us a question or comment about our program, please feel free to email the host at phyllis at seniorstraighttalk.com. Now back to Senior Straight Talk. Welcome back to Senior Straight Talk, sponsored by Active Pure Technology. I'm here with Dr. Ken Smiley Rashan. Um, we're talking about the Keep Smiling movement and also what, what, um, what inspired it, which is his mom's uh, journey with dementia and his caregiving experience. But uh, Ken, before we went to break, I was talking about self-care and smiling and, and what it does for a person, but you probably have some more information that you could give listeners and viewers about that. Well, I should be holding up the Science of Smiles book, which is a book I did uh, about three years ago for the Energy Science Technology Conference. And it goes into why this phenomenon happens. So if you are angry, depressed, and just not in a great mood, what happens is your, your mouth dictates that, that emotion. And so your brain says everything's in continuity. So we are copacetic, we are good. But when you disrupt it with a smile, what happens is the brain gets confused and it says, what's going on down there? There's a smile happening. The muscles are actually showing a smile. I must be happy or I wouldn't be doing that. And so it mm -hmm. kicks off dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, which gets your brain charged and it becomes congruent again. So you are actually happy. What's interesting is it's recyclable. It just keeps doing this to yourself, but then it emits to the world. And then when it emits the world, people bring it back to you. And so it's the best energy force I've ever seen. Right. So it's, it's a loop, really. It is. And not only is it a loop, um, we have something that I can provide to you later. You can give to your audience, but it's 20 things that happen good for you when you smile. I'll just give you a couple of instances. Uh, one is your relationships are better. Two, you are more attractive. Three, you have better job security. Those are just three. We have so many. <laughs> wow. I'd, love, I'd love to get that. And I'd love to send that out to people. That's my pleasure. Awesome. That is just absolutely awesome. So I, I find that um, when I start my day, whether I stop at a stationary store, wherever I stop along the day, uh, the way it, when the day begins, or even during the course of the day, if I go in and engage with the person, not just say thank you and walk out the door, look at really look at them because to engage with a person, you really have to look at them, right? Say a word or two. It could be about the weather. It could be about anything, right? Right? Eye contact. All about eye contact. And um, you will find that those relationships, and I don't do it as a strategy, it actually is who I am. But I've thought about this over time because people have said to me, gee, Phyllis, you have relationships with, with anybody and everybody, whether it's the person in the shoe repair store or the stationery store. And I, I, like I said, I never set out to do it. It's part of who I am. But if people find that they do do that, um, it will set up positivity throughout the day. So it's almost like, um, reinforcement or, and, um, you know, it's like, uh, I'll say like small meals, you know, how they say that if you eat small meals throughout the day, it keeps your energy level higher. Right. I do. Right. I, I will actually disagree with you. And I don't like disagreeing with someone, especially on their birthday. I mean, you can imagine it's your birthday. You should be right about everything, but I disagree <laughs> with you on uh, two things you said. Okay. And I do it respectfully and I do it with two people that are friends that are having a logical conversation that may enlighten me that I need to take on something or enlighten you that you may, be, may take on something. So you said, it's not a strategy. It's not something I set out to do. So I would disagree because you're probably using the, the context of strategy as something that is, I mm. guess, an agenda. And I think the agenda, if you switch to an intention, your intention 
as your strategy is to enlighten people. I want to tell you my experience and why I love I argue that. This. I never thought of it in that light. Well, because the word manipulate has a negative context to it, but manipulate can be a very positive force. If I manipulate you to smile or to have a good day, I manipulated you, but I didn't manipulate you in a bad way. Or out and of so, maliciousness or right. some nefarious. Uh, uh, nefarious exactly. Thing to, One of my uh, favorite okay, words. So I'll take that. I'll take that for sure. Well, I want to compliment you, though. When I saw you at Secret Knock, you came over and you were lit up and you said, Ken, and, and you caused my energy to go probably 10 times bigger. And we had an experience that wasn't just, oh, my gosh, we're meeting each other. We had an experience like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, and we were having so much fun. And it led to this show. I, I totally believe it led to the show because had our energies not gone like 10x higher, we may not have been on a show for years or never. And when you have that experience, you rise to the top of the food chain of that person's relationship collateral. And so I just say, I think you set off, I think you set out to make people's days. And I think you set out to make people's days with a smile to bring them all your love, all your energy. And it is part of your strategy because you are designed as a person that actually shifts people into a bigger, more powerful life. You know, there aren't many times in my life that I'm speechless, but I, and this is a show where we're supposed to be talking. <laughs> I, I, you just rendered me speechless. I, I don't know what to say. I really, I have tears in my eyes. I, I really don't well, know what to say. Phyllis, you, you are a powerhouse of positivity. And I do call it that you set out to be that way because you design it for yourself. You give it as a gift to the world. And so that's why when you said it was your birthday, I said, I cannot pick a better day to thank you for what you've done for my smile movement. And by the way, I want to acknowledge you that you just talked about dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, dose of hope. You're one of the people we were so proud. I mean, I have to tell you the numbers here because I need you to know how special you are. We probably collectively have over 100,000 people in our Rolodex between my publicist, Dr. Andrea Adams Miller, who is the uh, executive director and myself, about 50,000 between LinkedIn and Facebook. We only chose a hundred people. That's it. And you were one of the hundred. So it's not even a percent. It's, it's, it's one of those really small numbers. You can't really calculate your story, your persona, your uh, attitude about life, your gifts you give the way you take on life. I, I'm just so impressed. So I was honored to be here on your birthday to say, we believe in you. We love you. We honor you. And you are part of Dose of Hope, which is a very finite amount of people. It's, it's only, it's 220 people, but the extra 120 were picked by people like you. Like when I say to you, your gift today is recommend, nominate people that are like yourself and bring them to Dose of Hope because at 500, we stopped the project. But you are our first 100. You're in the book with Frank Shankwitz. You're in the book with Wayne Paul Young. And you belong there. That's the beauty of it. You belong there. I just, I really, I really don't know what to say. You know. There's only one per other person. There's only one other person. And I, I hope you don't mind if I share this. Right? I and hope you do. It's nothing. It's, uh, there's only it's, one, one other person. And um, he wrote the forward to Dignity and Respect, Our Aging Parents Getting What They Deserve. His name is Dr. Bill Thomas. He's a true visionary. He's changed the world of how we think about older people and care for them. Um, he was named a visionary by the Wall Street Journal in the early 2000s. He's, if anybody wants to look him up, he has TED Talks. He's created things that are unbelievable. And um, he was my personal and professional hero for quite some time. Um, is he still? Well, now he's just built to me. It's kind of funny because it, the relationship has changed. We've become friends, which to me is a gift from the universe. I don't know mm -hmm. how this happened. Um, but... Um, uh, for a very long time, be, before I'd say we became moved into the friend, uh, the friend realm, right? Um, he would send me things on occasion or say things or, and I would say to him, you know, you, you render me speechless, but never tearless. And that's how I feel <laughs> about this conversation. Um, well, I, I will tell you, it would be a double honor to have it go through you that you nominate him to share his story about caregiving and his philosophy, his visions that he shared on TED Talks. This is going out to 10 million, 10 million people and it's, it's valued at about 36K because if you go to a publicist and say, how much does it cost to get my story to 10 million people? It's, it's about 3,000 a month for a year. And I, and I only share that with you because it's not just that you were selected. You were selected with a gift that you deserve $36,000 
in publicity for what you're doing. And that it, it's not to it's not to just amplify the tears or anything. It's just to really have you be with the fact this is a very careful choice. When you ask who inspires you, it's it's usually one person, two, three. Four. I mean, you're lucky if it's more than four. And so you were one of the people that we were just so happy to be, that we got to know, that we read your chapter. And by the way, you chose leadership. That is my show. My show's about how you lead in life in a positive way that causes inspiration and hope. Because when you're leading in that way, you have followership, you have loyalty, you have purpose, you have, you have uh, the ability to duplicate yourself. It's crazy. So I, so I, I just want to uh, say this. I don't know if... Um... I don't know where the project will go. I really do believe in this project. So I also want to say as part of, um, you know, if people have a dream, if they have a passion, if they have something that they see that can really bring, change the world in some way, which you did with this Keep Smiling, although you didn't set out with that, right? Um, no. But this is where it evolved. So uh, I just want to tell this little story also because it involves Bill Thomas. And um, it's a, just about two years ago, I read a book of his called In the Arms of Elders. And this book is about elder wisdom, wise leadership, the value of intergenerational relationships and community. And I finished this book and I said, this book is a feature film. I see it. I didn't know him at the time, by the way. I said, this is a feature film. I believe in this more than anything. I looked up how you buy rights to a book. I have nothing to do with the film industry. Know nothing about it. Zero, zippo, right? Um, people must have thought I was crazy. Of course, a lot of people think I'm a little fringe. Okay, You're a little crazy, Phyllis. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I, um, I even said, maybe I can write my own version of this. I really see it's powerful. Okay. And then after a few, I just kept putting it out to the universe. And so it's kind of, you know, you're on a mission, right? And so then a few months later, I was in touch with someone and we were talking with somebody for the show. And he said, oh, I know Bill Thomas. I'll introduce you to him. I tried many, many people. They said, you can't reach Bill Thomas. He's, I don't know why they say it. it is hard to reach him, but he's, I mean, if you fell over him, you wouldn't really know who he is. He's just, he's a regular guy right yep. anyway and so um i spoke with him then i had him on the show and then um um so it's funny because some of the things he has said to me along the lines are kind of what you said to me and he didn't even know who the heck i was really and so i had him on the show we had and one conversation before that and then i decided i when i decided to write this other book i decided i want him to write the forward and people said, you know, he doesn't really do that kind of thing. <laughs> you can't, you know, don't you think people would love to have built him? It's anyway, after five emails, he wrote me back and said, I'd love to write the forward for your book. And um, I would encourage people, not because I want them to get the book, or if Amazon has a preview of the forward to go read it, because he had me from the first line. And I think it's, it's just beautiful. It, it Talk, you could see his vision and how he writes. And anyway, um, so now as time has gone on, I really have believed in this idea about this film and this is why I'm talking about it. And so when I first mentioned it, of course he thought it was kind of ridiculous. And the second time he was like, yeah, okay. So if they ever make a film, we'll eat popcorn together, whatever. But then talking about it all comes together. I want people to know, you know, once you set out on a journey, everything kind of can come together in a beautiful way, right? And so um, I text Greg Reed um, because we were connected on LinkedIn. I asked him how he found the screenplay writer for Wishman. And he told me, and he said, are you coming to Secret Knock? I didn't know what Secret Knock was. And it was a very last minute decision. I went, it was, I, it was the greatest thing I ever did. Uh, one of the greatest things. And I met some incredible people. Well now, uh, so the end of the story is I have two screenplay writers who have sent me samples of their work. I have a Hollywood producer who's possibly interested in the in the film after the screenplay is written. Now this is, you know, very far-fetched because there are a lot of screenplays and things don't get made, but I, I really believe in this idea of, an, not this idea, I, my, my whole mission from the beginning. It's not far-fetched. Entire national conversation about how we value, care for, and treat older people as the you know, the repositories of history, which I was, is a quote from, I forgot uh, who said it many, many years ago, but are really are, it's, are, it's a great natural resource, our wisdom keepers, um, because you could, 
you know, you can Google anything and find information, but the richness of that story only comes through somebody who has lived it. So I have to say again, on your birthday, it is not far-fetched. It's only far-fetched if you're not going to put in the effort. There's a, a comedian, his name is Stephen Wright, dry sense of humor. He says, very dry. Yeah, you can, everywhere is walking distance if you have time. Oh, okay? I love that. And, and so I will tell you that Wishman took six years and there were parts of that six-year journey that they didn't know was going to happen. In fact, I talked to Frank Shankwitz multiple times. He says, if it ever happens, right? right. Um, Rudy, Rudiger, uh, the guy who made the movie Rudy, yeah. he said it was 10 times harder to make the movie than it was to get on the field to play two downs in his uh, in his career at Notre Dame. It was persistence. And it is actually just creating and manifesting and causing people to take you seriously to the point that the world becomes the fan base and you can step back and allow it to happen. So this is not far-fetched. And based on what you've told me about Dr. Bill Thomas, not only is he a great candidate, but I want to say something to you about the, the connection of this is 10 million people reading his story and your story cause more people to say, this is something I would like to know more about. What makes this so unique is it is a TED Talk. As you recall, Phyllis, it's how you created who you are, how you created your purpose in life, and how it impacts the world. And no one can have a purpose or impact until they create a life they love. You have created a life you love. It doesn't matter what age you are when you create it. But when you create it, you are allowed to ask the question, why am I here? And how can I make a difference in the world? You cannot ask that question before because you don't love yourself enough to give that gift of love to the world. And it's, it's not that you can't, it doesn't fathom in your brain that it could be possible. But once you are committed, when my mom passed and I committed myself to, I will become a person that can adopt the, the, the quote that Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world, which is a condensed version of what he said, right. I actually could live the possibility of being that powerful. So I just, I just want to say to you, I believe your movie will happen, but I believe your movie will happen because you're in a tipping point of having people that care about you that are powerful enough to say, let's make it happen. Well, I'm going to take that to the bank. You can. Because I really, uh, and I, if people don't know about scripting, by the way, uh, talk about something else, bringing something into reality. For a very long time, I scripted this um, every morning about mm -hmm. this film and i mean it, it's incredible i i think bill uh bill thomas i don't even think he really believes where i am about this from where i um from where i started so oh, in the beginning he thought you know it was a pretty wacko idea and he, the show recently recently uh he said to me you know phyllis i said i know you think it's a wacko idea he said but this is from a guy who's really done some wacko things for wacko ideas so i think he sees it moving in a direction that's really pretty incredible they're pretty incredible yeah and uh i was going to say share this show with him and allow him to share this to other people because the more people that see how important he is to you on your birthday you acknowledge him for a very reasonably portion of the time to say how much he impacts your life, that you're willing to devote your life on some level as a mission to not only honor him, but to give that gift to the world. I mean, this is, this is mammoth, this conversation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I agree. So before we go, because I know you have, um, even though this, we could talk about this forever. And I know you want to talk about for two and a half hours. I don't know if people want to listen or see it for two and a half hours, but that's a separate issue. But um <laughs> You know, do you just want to go back a little bit because we this whole movement started from from your mom's diagnosis with dementia, and I'm sure there are many people out there. You know, I, I always say when I've done presentations on caregiving, um, I always start with several questions. You know, who here is caring for an older parent or loved one? Who here thinks their older parent or loved one may need care? Who knows somebody who's caring for? You know, I have several questions, and by the end of those series of questions, everybody's hand is raised. So, you know, everybody is touched by this in some way, shape or form. I don't care what age they are actually. And it's maybe not their parents, maybe their grandparents, but everybody knows about this and, and has some, some part of this journey as, as part of their life, even if it's peripherally. So can you tell us a little bit about what that journey was like? Sure. Um... It was a decision. It was a conscious decision 
to give back to my mom who had been so generous in giving to me. And I, I will say that what awakened me besides the fact that she was giving the gift that life is precious is that I didn't know her. And I was regretting the fact that I'd never asked her questions in caring about who she was and how she became who she was, which caused this template to even happen, Phyllis. Right. So she left this planet. I do not know her story, even though I'm like this with her and that I love her. I appreciate her. I'm grateful for her. She was the best mom ever. She was too humble. She never told me her fight. She never told me her challenges. She never told me how she created who she was. She was, she had a master's in reading in English and in history. She never talked about how hard those things were. She never talked about how she juggled all this stuff. And I am saddened, but I didn't want to be sad anymore because I watched my grandmother, who was a Mensa, 165 IQ, go bye-bye. She never told me her story. She could remember anything. If you asked her a poem, she would recite it like that. And I never got her story. So my commitment to my mom as a tribute was I was not going to let that happen again on my watch. If I knew someone like a you, I would say, Phyllis, you're a remarkable person please consider doing a template of how you created hope in your life, how you created inspiration, how you create a life you love and have someone else be inspired that they can do the same. And that is uh, um, kind of diverting from the question you asked me, but I'll say the second part is my family was divided about the caregiving. My dad left a very well-paying job with the government and went on a sabbatical and said, I'm not going to be at the government job while my wife is being cared for someone like someone that cannot care for her as well as I did, who can. And they were a notebook story totally. They met at age 16. They probably didn't date anyone else. They had been in life together. He was an army officer. She followed suit. And any family has challenges, but the way they did it, they did it with love and they figured everything out. So I wanted to be a tribute to my dad by being the greatest father to my son. And I want to be a tribute to my mom by making myself the best leader I could be because that's what she believed in. She believed I could do anything. So I wanted to be anything for her. But my family did not agree with this. And this was a really big contentious issue. My brother and sister almost didn't talk to us for the three-year period. And I'm saying this kind of openly in public. It's not something I'm proud of at all, but our, our, our relationship was really strained. And I, uh, I got a real relationship with my dad. The people that you care give with, you will, you will be in pain at times, but you will be given actually so much about how much they care. You know, I just want to interject one thing at this point, because I also do family care, not only uh, strategizing, but also mediation. I think the fact that you shared this, and I I appreciate it because that's not an easy thing to share, but a lot of families go through trials and tribulations and challenges over these issues. And it's important sometimes to have an outside person maybe who can- 100%. help mediate, help mediate that. It's not always medi- mediatable, <laughs> mediable, but, um, but, it, but it couldn't be an important part of the process because it can tear fam- families apart. It, it can. And, you know, we, we realized very quickly after my mom's passing that uh, like most moms, she was the anchor. She was the, she was the cross of the family when she could say something as simple as everyone were going to Taco Bell and we all rallied and we went to Taco Bell and we were family my dad does not have that capability and no one else in the family appears to have that capability. So <laughs> the family, the family has gone like this and we, we definitely are cordial and loving uh, at the holidays, but the difference is probably 50 fold different. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom could cause something every week with our family because we came together. We all lived fortunately close enough that we could all drive to be together. Yeah, that's really, uh, that's really incredible. So I just want to say one thing before we go, I do encourage people to begin some kind of, legacy book to begin some kind of way of starting to ask questions chronicle do put things together in picture form um and it's not only for the family and for that person as a legacy once they're gone but it's also brings you closer it's part of the journey but as that person if there is a diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease or, other, you know, I don't know if most people know this, Alzheimer's disease is a form of dementia. It just has the name as a disease. There are other forms of dementia. But even if somebody has something else, whether it's cancer, or ALS or MS or whatever it is, um, once that person starts to drift in a way, you have that and you can always share that. And I'll echo that 
do this while you can share your story because when you download it, a couple of things happen. One, if something did happen to you, the people that love you would think this is to be the biggest gift. There's no one that's died that said, gosh, I'm so glad we didn't get their story. I'm so glad we didn't, you know, record who they are. So it's, it's very, it's a big gift you give yourself. And then the second part of that is I've had people say something to me to this effect. Oh, I don't know if I should do that template. I'm not really, I don't know if I'm worthy. And then I ask a question that's very interesting. I say, if you don't feel that you're worthy enough to share your story and download who you are, then why don't you create it? Create the worthiness that you could do it because that's the gap. You're not living your life if you don't think you're worthy at this point. I agree. So before we go, I want you to share any contact information or any place that people can get any of these books or your contact information, or if they want to be part of any project that you're doing or be considered for it. So so it. if you go to uh, the keep smiling movement.com and that is with a the, and you register that you saw the show and you want any of the books, you will have them all free as a courtesy and gift on Phyllis's birthday. And if you'd like the template that she did to create a book, uh, a chapter in this amazing book, and we read your story, it's kind of like chicken soup for the soul. There's not a cost. If we select your story, we will put you in the book. If we don't select your story, you did a great uh, therapeutic, amazing um, exercise for yourself and the people you love. So I hope that that helps. And in my show, we amplify the goodness of leaders. And on your birthday, I am so honored to be here to amplify yours. Thanks, Ken. And uh, you are my Jack Canfield. (laughs) (laughs) The gift that keeps on giving. Anyway, so thanks, Ken. It's really just been incredible, not only to have you here on my birthday, but but really just to have this conversation with you on Senior Straight Talk and for your openness, willingness to share your story about your journey with your mom. And I'm sure listeners can relate to it. Uh, those who are living that experience or think they may be living that experience and others you know, may, may be getting information and, and think about things as they move forward with their loved ones on whatever journey they have. So thanks so much. And we have so many synergies. So around this whole self-care process. So thanks so much. Well, please join me on the next episode of Senior Straight Talk, sponsored by Active Pure Technology for more informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. And I'm Phyllis Amon signing off for for now. So please remember to like, click, and share the episodes. And until next time, stay safe, stay well, and stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Senior Straight Talk. Join your host, Phyllis Amon, again soon for another episode on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or your favorite podcast platforms.